about to go down. Burning your ears with another all-killer and no-filler episode of the best motorsports radio on the planet. It's the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. With your host, Jim Beaver. Sliding trophy trucks, jumping razors, and dropping the mic at events across the country. Amy Hood. What's up, guys? I'm a professional fun haver, dirt bike rider, and monster truck driver. With support from Polaris Razor, General Tire, Subaru, and Dirtfish. Hang on tight, strap in, and get ready to smoke some tires and lay some roost. Here's the man who carries a steering wheel in one hand and a mic in the other. Jim Beaver. Good morning and welcome to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here, along with Amy Hood, who is uh, locked and loaded for the full two hours today, Hood. Like, man, what what is happening? Hell froze over. We got you for two hours. I know. I'm finally back home, hanging out in Winnipeg, so... Uh... I'm at your disposal. I'm all here for you guys today. All right. I am pumped. And I know opening up in our first 10 minutes, we got uh, a lot of stuff to talk about from Amy's world. We haven't talked a lot of Monster Jam in months here, but uh, Monster Jam making their big announcements uh, for 2018, where everybody's going to go, the new drivers, the new trucks, all that stuff. Amy's going to bring you the news here in the first segment. Really looking forward to that, Hood. Some big news from one of our close friends, Colette Davis. Uh, we'll talk about that, but she's going Monster Jam racing. I mean, this is going to be exciting. Not only that, we got the newest Red Bull athlete, one of the youngest Red Bull athletes in history, Mia Chapman. She's going to be calling in into the show. Then we got my good friend Ronnie Anderson. He's on in hour number one, too. Took a podium in Lucas Oil this past weekend. He took the win in Terracross two weeks ago. Factory Razor Racer, also races Pro Light. Brother to RJ Anderson. He's on in hour number one. Hour number two, we got Tiffany Stone, a good friend of mine. She's making her debut on the show. You know her from Torque. She is the TV personality and one of the reporters there, along with my good friend Katie Osborne. Uh, So she's calling in. And then also... We got Indy 500 racer from last year, the current Stadium Super Trucks point leader, Matty Brabs, Matt Brabham. He's calling into the show, making his debut. I interviewed him out at the Indy 500, but uh, that kind of went in the podcast. So first time on on uh, the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Looking forward to that. We're going to take a short break. We come back. Amy's going to break down what's happening in Monster Jam. All that after the break. extreme performance reliability and the most fun you can have on four wheels the polaris razor brings it to you but you don't need to take my word for it you can take theirs i'm tanner faust and i choose the polaris razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel what's up i'm ronnie renner and i choose polaris razor because it's the sickest most reliable side by side on the planet what's up everybody heavy d from diesel brothers listen i'm on team razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet I'm R.J. Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. For 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your anywhere. Born from competition, the Grabber Tire offers the durability and off-road traction you demand in a tire. We put these tires to the test in the harshest off-road racing conditions to give you a tire that will make your anywhere possible. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us photos at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, a 268-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine, rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race-ready 305-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, it's not a sibling rivalry, it's a tag team. Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally. 
Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for 15% discount. As certain as the sun rises and sets around the world, OTSFF Group is dedicated to providing flexible, comprehensive, and reliable transportation solutions. Air transportation, ocean freight, ground transportation, or a combination of services. We offer innovative and custom-built packages specifically designed to meet your transportation needs. OTSFF Group has been keeping shipments moving globally for nearly two decades. OTSFF Group, flexible logistics services designed for you. More information at OTSFF Want the latest from Jim Beaver and Amy Hood? Follow at Jim Beaver 15 and at Amy Hood 71 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Just getting things fired up. Uh, thanks to all of you guys for tuning in today. Uh, we got some Monster Jam news we're going to get to in a second, but I got to ask one last time. This is the last week I will ask you guys, but right now we've got a survey going on for my uh, partners over there at Podcast One. Uh, please go to the front page of their website, podcastone.com. It says survey like right there on the front page. You can listen to this show as well as Project Action over there. Click the survey, completely anonymous. Fill it out. Uh, click the box for Down and Dirty Show and Project Action. It helps us out. helps uh, our advertisers actually know who the heck's listening to this. But it's completely anonymous. Don't even ask for your email address. So please go to uh, podcastone.com and uh, click that. And uh, as always, rate, review, subscribe to this show and Project Action on iTunes. And uh, there, we got the housekeeping out of the way. Now we get to talk about the fun stuff. And uh, I know you've been chomping at the bit, Hood. Like, it's been months. Like, you've been sitting up there in Winnipeg kind of like, man, it's time to get back behind the wheel of the monster truck. And now we know yeah. when and where you're going to be doing it. So uh, break us down. Give us all this news, man. It was a big day for Monster Jam yesterday. Yes, it was. It was a huge day for Monster Jam. Yesterday, too bad we didn't have the show on yesterday so we could drop all this news first for you guys tuning in but uh, it was our 2018 season kickoff live on facebook um on monster jam's facebook page and it was awesome you know new tech announcements new tours new drivers and we have a little bit of new format in the monster jam triple threat series but so happy to announce that zombie Bay will be heading to the east coast so we, I got the East Coast tour. I got a couple new drivers on board. Um, Brandon Vinton, brand new Grave Digger driver, but he's been a Grave Digger crew tree for about like five or seven years, so he's got lots of experience. But then my girl Colette, like small world gym, Colette Davis is the new driver for Wonder Woman, and she's on my tour. And I couldn't be more stoked. You know, I got to spend a week out at Monster Jam University with her, and you know. We've always known each other through social media and Facebook and Instagram, and we've always followed each other's careers and, you know, positive group vibes, you know, out, out there. And we've tried to link up, actually, a couple times to do some projects together. But, you know, first time I got to meet Colette, shout out to my girl. You are awesome. She's a great little driver. And I, I say little because this girl's like, plate size. I thought yeah. I was small. But she is, we've been in the gym, that girl can lift more than I can, like, I got the endurance factor, but she's got the muscle factor. Like, it's hilarious. We complement each other great. And I'm very excited to get on tour with her because she's hardworking. She's never had anything handed to her in her career. You know, we're very similar, uh, very similar career paths. You know, how we kind of started at things out and just, you know, grinded and, and worked to get to where we are today. And I, I love that about her. And uh, we're going to have so much fun on tour together. So um, I couldn't be more happy. Excited to go to the East Coast. I'm excited to check out, you know, new cities. I got a few of the same ones, so I get to, you know, run into fans again for the second time. But I'm I'm excited, and you know, I talked a little bit about a new format, Jim. I am so pumped. Like the cool thing about Monster Jam is constantly evolving, constantly changing, and you know, they roll with the punches. Like they're not scared to evolve and to change things up, and you know, they roll with the evolution of the sport. 
And that's what makes it so interesting that, you know, the Monster Jam triple threat, everybody thinks, oh, Monster Jam's best in a stadium and bigger, better types of, uh, you know, arenas and stadiums. But the triple threat series being in arenas, man, we have elevated the competitive level in the arenas. So now, instead of having just a wheelie competition, it's completely, it's no longer wheelies anymore. It's actually called two-wheel skills. And this is basically because of Tyler Dominguez, one of the other Gravedigger drivers. His throttle control, I don't know if you guys follow you know, Monster Jam, but check out some of the videos from that kid. He, he is absolutely incredible with his two-wheel skills and his walking wheelies, where he's able to get it up either on the front two tires, the back two tires, and he can you know, throttle it all the way up the pad, all the way down. It's, it's incredible, like, the types of tricks that we are doing now in the arenas. And so now we have the two-wheel skills competition, and I've been down at Monster Jam University practicing, and, geez, I got some sick tricks up my sleeve. I'm so pumped to be able to lay it out on the track for everybody this year. And I think Zombie and I are really going to walk home with a lot, of, uh, a lot of championships this year for sure. Yeah, well, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm amped. Well, one, I mean, you talked about Colette. Like, I'm amped that uh, she's on tour with you because she's been on the show numerous times. I, I know. I know we've got her on air next week. She's gonna. I, I, I was texting with her last yeah. night. And she's gonna come on next week and uh, kind of break it down with uh, her and the new Wonder Woman truck. But I got to ask you, like, I know last year, like, uh, you and Kristen got to be really close, and you and some of the guys that were were racing. You know what I mean? You guys traveled around. I mean. Is it, is it kind of tough for you, like, this year? I mean, obviously there's this new group of people who you get to know and experience Monster Jam life with, but are you kind of, is there, like, any party that's a little bit sad? Like, oh, man, these people are going to be, like, on the other side of the country now. Well, I'm definitely going to miss Bernard, okay? I'm really sad that Bernard's not going to be on my tour because he's just as wild as me, so he gets my wild personality. Bernard <laughs> drives alien invasion. But, yeah, I mean, that's definitely my first family. That's my first Monster Jam family I have on the road, you know, Central Tour, the rookies, we were all rookies, but this year I ain't a rookie no more, and I'm coming in with a couple new people on my tour, and my confidence level is on a whole new level. I am relaxed, I am calm, I'm very uh, mindful when I drive now, Jim, like it's, there's a whole new Amy Hood behind the wheel of zombie, and I am so pumped. I, I just... I feel like you need one year to get it under your belt and you know get some butterflies out of your system and it's it's freaking go time now. Like I am here to earn a spot at World Finals and win my tour. Like I am here to win. The best thing about Monster Jam is that men and women are, are on the same competitive level. You don't get that in motocross. You don't get that in other types of motorsports where, you know, in a monster truck it's in a completely equal playing field. And this is the year that I want to stick it to the guys, and my I feel like where I am, I'm at mentally it really links with where I'm at my ability, my driving ability, and I think it's going to be able to go hand in hand that I'm going to be on top every weekend. <laughs> I'm not taking no for an answer. Yeah. But, um, I'm excited to be part of a new family. Um, I'm, you know, every year you learn from new people, and it's um, the more elevated your competition, the more you have to elevate your own driving. So. Uh, it's good to. It's definitely good to mix it up. Yeah, no, I I agree. It's definitely good to mix it up. Like I, I'm just kind of excited for you because you and I have been talking. Uh, um, you and I have been talking a lot, like you know like confidentially on what you're going through and, and your training you've been doing and like some of the stuff you've been doing in Monster yeah. Jam. And now like, like you haven't been able to tell anybody about it. And now like you can tell people, no. and I, I'm excited for you because you've been like this, you've been like lightning in a bottle for a couple of months now. And it's like, now we're just unleashing this oh. lightning, you know, uh, I gotta say, we're getting, oh, we're getting no. questions on Twitter right now you know, talking about this. Uh, <laughs> Uh, one of our uh, one of our longtime listeners, Speed underscore SB uh, four Pro. But uh, anyways, he goes, Amy, are we going to see Wonder Woman and uh, fighting zombie on your tour? Uh, I could see I could see you oh, and Colette going yeah. wheel to wheel. Yeah, I could see you guys banging doors a bit. Oh, absolutely! Like Colette, she's a great driver and she is competitive. Like she was like me my first year. I've had to kind of give her a little bit of you know you know it's half it's half pacing and have a show like we are here to entertain you know sometimes you you have to let go when 
you know, we have a show, a show in North Carolina, which is home of Gravedigger, and there's fan judges. You have to let go of that racer and understand that, you know, we're here to also put on a fantastic show, and sometimes you have to suck up your pride, and, and you know, the fans love who the fans love, and it's going to change city to city, but, you know, it's about leaving a lasting impression with them, not necessarily being the fastest person out on the track. Like, that's what we're here to do is to win, but it's also, also to leave the fans with the best experience possible. And she is like me. She is full race mindset, and I've had to let her, you know, know that it's, it's gonna, it's gonna hurt sometimes. It's gonna hurt when Grave Digger hits one jump, rolls over, and gets all ten. <laughs> you know, it's gonna hurt the ego. But that's what it is, and uh, um, it's a big learning curve. But I feel like Colette and I will be able to have some epic battles on the track because we come from that racer background and that mindset of, you know, laying it all out there on the track and. Uh, it's going to be fun. I'm so happy and honored to have her on my team, and it's just, it's going to be such a great vibe. Yeah, I agree, and uh, we'll talk more about that later on in the show. we got to go to a short commercial break. Uh, we come back from the break. we got uh, Mia Chapman, the latest Red Bull athlete. She's going to be on the line here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800-508-5774. 800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517-800-932-5517-800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver, Amy Hood here, joined on the line by the newest Red Bull athlete, Mia Chapman. How's everything going, Mia? Uh, It's going good. Thanks for having me on. No, I'm excited. Hey, girl. Yeah, I know. We got uh, yeah. we got the girl power girl going power. on right now. <laughs> 
overwhelmed by the girl power. Yeah, I know it happens. <laughs> it happens more often than not on this show, and that's what's uh, that's what's kind of <laughs> scary. Uh, but but Mia, like I, I mean, the big news here is I've I've needed to get you on for a long time, but like this whole Red Bull announcement is like, all right, we really got to get me on now. But uh, uh, take us through this because I know your family. You've traveled to Cran, and you guys made the trip across uh, across the country back to Cran, and I know it was a big Red Bull Signature Series event. Um, and then Red Bull's there putting on signature series. Now, all of a sudden, you're wearing the helmet and the hat. Like, did you know this was happening? What, like, take us through this. How did this whole Red Bull thing got, get put together? Because, I mean, this is something that every athlete in the entire world wants. And here you are with the helmet and the hat. Like, mm-hmm. that's got to feel pretty special. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty big for us. Uh, a few months ago, uh, we actually went for a meeting with one of the guys there. And after that, him and my dad kind of talked back and forth a little bit. And, you know, I'd ask a few times if you heard anything, and, you know, my dad would be like, no, nah, just kind of talking still. And we go to Crandon, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm here with Bryce Menzies, and he gives me my first Red Bull helmet. So, yeah, that was a pretty amazing experience for us, especially being at Crandon where, you know, everybody's there. And, yeah, that was huge. <laughs> yeah, I saw you got to do some, like, ride-alongs with Bryce or something. Was it in a Razor or what? Uh, yeah, I know you – I saw you, like, you and Bryce doing some pictures, and you were cruising around with him and something. How, what was that – what was that going – what was going on there? Yeah, well, after practice that day, we finished up with the mod car, and uh, my dad mentioned about wanting to go see Bryce's jump truck that was over there. And I actually didn't want to go at first. You know, I kind of wanted to get uh, the car cleaned up and all that, but – after 20 minutes or so, he convinced me to go over there. So we were standing over there by his uh, truck, and Bryce pulls up from practice. And uh, he gets out, and we're kind of over there talking to him a little bit. And he's like, hey, you want to take a ride in the Razor? So uh, we go and get in his Razor, and we go around the track uh, a couple times. And uh, then we get out, and he's like, oh, dang. You know, his crew's over there with the cameras and all of that. And he's like, well, got to do another interview. You know, you want to get out and kind of hang out. So I was uh, standing there with one of the guys, and oh, sorry, um, <laughs> he gets out, and he's like, he's doing his interview, and Bryce pulls out a helmet, and at first, I didn't really know what to think. I was kind of like, oh, well, this is kind of weird, and he comes over with that <laughs> helmet, and he's like, you know, welcome to the family, and at first, I kind of thought he wanted me to hold his helmet, so I was standing there, and I was like, oh. this, this is really cool, and he's like, no, like, welcome to the family, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I was kind of speechless there for a little while, so it was a pretty amazing moment for us. Yeah, that's that's pretty that's rad. That's awesome. So your dad knew about this, like, the whole time. It was just like he was kind of setting you up, like, oh, we don't know anything. They're not interested in you, Mia. And then all of a sudden this whole thing dropped. Is that that kind of how it worked? Yeah, he actually knew for about, like, three months prior oh. to Crandon. So. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Oh man, so uh, so yeah. I mean that that is that's epic. So I mean, what are, what are the plans? I mean, you've been. Uh, I mean, what do you got? Like seven or eight championships to your name right now. I mean, how old are you? I, mean, I was trying to tell Amy, and I'm like, I know she's. Are you are you not 16 yet? Right? What are you like 14, 15? I no, I actually just turned 15. <laughs> okay. Wow. And, and so, I mean, what are the plans? Because you're killing it in the carts. I mean, you're, you're absolutely destroying the competition in the carts. I mean, what, what's next for you? Well, we're going to run mod cart for another year and try to get the championship in that. And as far as Red Bull goes, I'm pretty excited about the plan they have laid out for me. So, yeah, pretty exciting things happening. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those things like they're not going to push you too soon, though, right? They're going to let you kind of kind of get your roots in, in mod card. And then, you know, another year you'll kind of decide where you want to want to go, whether it be. I mean, I guess a lot of people are stepping from those into UTVs. A lot of people are going to like buggy and then pro light. I mean, you're going to stick with the short course stuff. Though, yeah. Right? Uh, well, for now, we're sticking with short course. We might go in other directions in the future. But, uh, yeah, we're still trying to figure that out right now. We have a little idea of where we want to go. Uh, we're just, it's in the mix right now. So yeah, we'll stick with off-road for another year in the mod car and, uh, try to get the championship in that. And then we'll see where the future takes us. Yeah. Well, I got to ask. I mean- yeah. I feel like if, if I can offer a little bit of advice from woman to woman, do it all. I mean, if you have the opportunity to sit, drive, ride, jump, anything, you know, the more opportunities that you, you know, lay down for yourself and, and utilize, you know, the, the more 
fruitful and the more memorable your career career will be. And you're young, so you know the more that you can get under your belt at a young age, you know, it's just gonna develop your driving skills and it's gonna open a lot of doors. So just say yes to everything. You know, it's a it's really important that you get as much experience in, in as possible. And man, by the time you're 20, you're going to be destroying all the guys out there. Like it's, it's pretty incredible at such a young age, how much you've accomplished and, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, off-roads are my passion has been, you know, that's where we've ran the last eight years, but you know, any chance I get to hop into, you know, a vehicle or anything different, you know, I'm definitely going to take it. So yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens in the future. We got, we're talking about some pretty exciting things right now. So. So what well, ha- when you are ready to announce it, you know who to call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so take us back to the beginning, Mia, because I know, I mean, obviously you're still young, but how did you get involved? Like, I always like to know, especially with with young girls, I mean, like, I've got a daughter who's eight, you know what I mean? And she's really into, like, Razor 170s right now and stuff like that. And mainly it's because I'm out, you know, in Razors and the trophy truck, so she just wanted to kind of do stuff like dad. But, like, how, how did you go down this path? I mean, Amy grew up and her dad raced motocross. So all of a sudden, Amy's racing motocross. I mean, what took you down that path to to racing? Well, my dad actually grew up racing quads and dirt bikes. So I was kind of born into it, and I grew up around racing for a while. And we went to an off-road show a couple years ago. I think I was about six. And we saw a trophy cart over there, and we were looking at it. And my dad, you know, my dad was over there thinking, you know, like, we can get her into this. pretty cool. And I really liked it. I was pretty hooked on it. So... Uh, that following Christmas, the trophy car actually came to our house for Christmas, and that's kind of where it all started. And, <laughs> you know, it started as something fun to do, you know, go out and uh, play around. And then, you know, down the road, we started winning more and, you know, picking up more championships. So it became more of a serious thing. You know, it was still fun to do, but, we, you know, we kind of realized, you know, we can run up there at the front, guys. So, you know, let's see what we can do. So, yeah, from there, it kind of evolved, and we found – you know, Lucas Oil, and we started running that series, and yeah, that's kind of where it all started. Yeah, did it get to the point where your dad was racing, and then all of a sudden your career took off, so now it's like, oh, dad's got to concentrate on your racing, and he doesn't race anymore? Was it one of those things? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> kind of a full-time job yeah well i know i well and i didn't realize it too i know like talking with him on the phone we had a pretty fun conversation yesterday but like he was saying like i didn't know about your school schedule and things like that and he's like no 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 he's like we got to the point where we're racing so much you know what i mean that you had to start doing online schooling and you're still going to school but that way it frees up time for you to go to races and events and things like that i thought that was pretty cool i mean you guys are definitely all in with this Oh, yeah, for sure. We're definitely dedicated. My online school is pretty flexible for the most part. You know, I can do it on the road or anywhere we go. And, mm-hmm. yeah, once we started traveling more and more for, you know, all the mod kids filming and all the premieres and stuff like that, it got to a point where, you know, I was kind of missing too many days and it was a little hard to keep up with schoolwork. So, yeah, we kind of went into online school, which has made things a lot easier for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, always stay in school. I mean, you always it's always good to have a plan B. And that's what, uh, you know, like we were talking about Colette Davis earlier and myself, like we both went to university. We both went and got our business degrees um, because it's always great to have a plan B. And it's always great, you know, in the mix of your racing career, being able to have an educated and intelligent say in where the business direction of your career goes. And, you know, you only get that through going to school, graduating, and, you know, being a smart woman driver, I think. So just stick with it. You know, championships come and go, but your education will always be there too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what's up next for you, Mia? Uh, obviously, I know you guys are um, – I think there's, what, another round left of, uh, of Lucas. Uh, but what's, what's next for you guys for the rest of this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we have a regional coming up in a few weeks back in California. So we're going to go run that. And we have another Arizona regional uh, coming up in November after that. And then, you know, we, of course, we have the nationals in October. So, yeah, race season's coming to an end. But, you know, that's, it's all good. You know, we're pretty good in points right now in nationals. I think we're up in the top ten. So, you know, for the most part, we're trying to stay consistent and focus more on finishes. And, yeah, this year's been great for us. We've had so many opportunities that, you know, I'm definitely thankful for. And on the off season, we're – Definitely going to do a lot to, you know, figure out what we can do better for next year. You know, of course, it's my last year in Mod Car. We're uh, definitely going for the championship. So, yeah, not a whole lot going on, but, you know, 
see what we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, and I got to ask you. Uh, obviously, this was your first time to Cranon, I think, right? Are you definitely going back next year? Uh, this is actually our second time oh, okay. back this year. So, yeah, we're definitely going back uh, next year. It's definitely my favorite race of the year. It's so much fun, especially the experience. You know, the racing's a whole other part. You know, we love going there for the racing, but just the whole experience itself. You know, we have the parade and. All the people there have mm-hmm. been so welcoming and nice. So, yeah, it's definitely one race we enjoy going to. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, Mia. Uh, you know, congrats on the Red Bull deal. Before we let you go, anybody want to thank? Yeah. Yeah, I want to throw a huge thanks out to all my sponsors, you know, everybody that makes this happen. Uh, Extreme Machine Fabrication, Red Bull, um, Mod Kids USA, Motorvate, ITP Tires, DWT Wheels, my family for making this happen. Uh, Kicker Audio, Fiberwork, and, you know, all my sponsors and everybody that makes this happen. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Mia. We'll definitely talk soon. Love to get you back on air, uh, you know, later on, see how the Red Bull thing's going. And, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, congrats on the deal, and uh, we'll definitely talk soon. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me on. All right. Thanks, Mia. See you. And we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Since 1970, Casey Highlights has been designing and manufacturing performance lighting for off-road and motorsports. Beginning with the legendary Daylighter up until today's revolutionary Flex, Pod, and Pro 6 lighting systems, Casey Highlights offers a full line of halogen, HID, and LED lighting solutions for your off-road vehicle. Looking for the best quality lighting? Looking for the brand champions choose? You're looking for KC Highlights. Find out more information at CaseyHighlights.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Casey highlights the Subaru WRX and WRX STI, a 268 horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race ready 305 horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI. It's not a sibling rivalry. It's a tag team. Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally. Want the latest from Jim Beaver and Amy Hood? Follow at Jim Beaver 15 and at Amy Hood 71 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my next guest to the line. Ronnie Anderson, and I gotta say, man, I, I kind of feel like I gotta apologize to you. I think I've had RJ on here 
countless times or probably like two dozen times by now. I think Shelby's been on here probably over a dozen times. And this is like the first time we've had Ronnie Anderson on here. So I, I feel bad having you on here because it's like, shoot, we should have been doing this like two years ago, I think. Yeah, super funny. Um, always wanted to be on here and uh, finally got the chance. So yeah. thank you for having me. No, it's it's awesome, man. I know uh, we had the chance uh, here, what was it, two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, we were out there at Terracross, and uh, uh, that was a ton of fun. I know uh, RJ's not doing it this year, neither is Shelby, so you're kind of kind of holding the banner over there for Walker Evans, but uh, uh, how'd you get roped into Terracross this year? I know you were thinking about doing it last year, right, and you just it didn't get lined up? Yeah, I've been wanting to do it since RJ got it, actually. Uh, super fun. All Everyone in stock cars, so it's just driving class. And uh, it got the chance last year, but it overlapped with uh, two of my works races last year that I was doing. So uh, finally, this year wasn't overlapping and got the chance to go out and had a blast. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to the next one. Yeah, it's it's so funny because we're used to, you know, even like my play razors, and they're probably just like yours. I mean, they're, they're built up, right? And, you know, you can abuse the living crap out of them, and you really can't break them. But I feel like, like Terracross, it's so different because we're used to driving these bulletproof razors, you know? And, like, you go in there, and it's like you got it. There's, like, this fine line where you really, like, you got to drive them hard, but you got to make sure and, like, protect the equipment. I know there was, like, that, that big ditch, the Mangler, where we're coming out of there, and it's like you just want to send it out of there, and you can't because you literally you'll fold up a arms and everything else. So it's like, I feel like there's this fine line and you've got to really kind of be conservative and fast at the same time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I think five or six people came out of the mangler with a arms and stuff. And uh, yeah, but definitely my play razor is built up just like a race car. So definitely can use it. When you go to tear across stock, a arms, stock axles, stock cage, even so um, super fun to like be able to save your equipment and not just go balls out. So, um, that's, I think, part of the fun part is saving it, but going fast as well. Yeah, you say saving it, and then I don't know if anybody's seen the social media clip that's tuning in right now, but uh, Ronnie saved his car until the last jump of the last race, and then, dude, it was like full-on yard sale. You were pinning it to try and get on the podium because they started you guys in the back, and, dude, I was calling the race, and it was like, what in the world happened? Like, you so, I mean, that, that car just stuffed it. Dust goes everywhere. Oh, man, you were you were on it. Yeah, I was going for it. I got a. Uh, it popped out. It popped out of gear, so I got went back to the back, and then I had to recharge forward. So um, on the recharge, I was going for third. And I saw third right in front of me. I was like, "Oh, baby, hopefully this works out." And uh, crossed the finish line, luckily, but definitely blew apart, blew apart the front. Yeah, that was uh, it. Was entertaining to watch, anyways. Um, but I know uh, you know. It's kind of go back. We'll talk about Lucas because I know you just raced Lucas this past weekend here in a minute. But it's kind of go back to to the start because I know like you've been racing. I know works and doing some other stuff. You raced like an ace for a while too, right? But I mean, kind of give us a background on you because uh, I mean now you're in pro lights. Your second year in pro light. But I mean, you take us back to the beginning. I mean, were you racing like? Because I know Shelby spent some time in carts and things like that. I mean, did you come up through the ladder system like through the carts and everything? Yeah, so um, when I was 10, I actually started racing the Junior 2 carts, and then I raced those for two years. So when I was about 12, 13, I went up to mods, and I raced mods until I was 16 years old. So And then I stepped up to Pro-Lite and the Razor stuff. Yeah, well, and how has that been? I mean, how has that transition into, like, the Razor stuff? I mean, now you're racing Turbo Class and everything else, but you kind of stepped up, you know what I mean, with the Razor platform. And then, uh, you know, how was, like, the mod cart background kind of going into that? Was it a was it a switch going into, like, the all-wheel drive Razor stuff from uh, from the mod cart? Yeah, definitely. From the mod cart to, uh, I raced the 570, actually, yeah. first. Um, from the mod cart to the 570, it's a big difference because we've got four-wheel drive, and then in the mods, you actually shift. So it wasn't shifting, a uh, big difference for sure. And then you're on short course tracks, and then I started at in works. So definitely two totally different platforms. Yeah, works is kind of like it's kind of nutty. I mean, because it's a mix of like desert racing, short course. Like there's some big jumps. Like I don't know. I look at some of the tracks at works, dude, and it it looks like a ton of fun because it's kind of a mix of everything. You got to bring a bunch of different skill sets to works. Yeah, definitely. I think that's where uh, Mitch Guthrie too excels at in desert because. You have so much desert in works, and then you come in, you do a little short course track, and then you go into a moto track, actually, with big jumps. So you have three disciplines all in one, and it's uh, it's absolutely a blast to go drive 45 minutes of just all wide open and hopefully conserving your car just like Terracross. 
Yeah, and I know, like, you know, in short course, you guys are wide open. Like, I've heard about some of the belt temps and things like that you guys run in short course, but then I've heard some of the stuff for, like, 45 minutes, the belt temps and some of the stuff that's happening in works. I'm like, holy crap, you guys, I mean, you've got it pinned, and it's like at some point you're just praying that the thing holds together to, to get it to the checkered flag, right? Yeah, exactly. The pro classes now are just absolutely crazy. There's so much talent there in works. It's just everyone's wide open for the full 45 minutes, just hoping and praying your car stays together now is how it seems like to me. Yeah. So how has it been stepping into uh, the pro light last year? I mean, I know, uh, um, you know, you've got some podiums under your belt now, but I mean, how has that transition been? Because I mean, the UTV stuff is, is great. There's some phenomenal talent in there. Um, you know, but moving up into, into the full size trucks, I mean, and now you're back into a rear wheel drive vehicle. I mean, how, how has that transition been? I mean, obviously you're figuring it out. You've got podiums. RJ's been in pro light, so he can kind of help with setups and, and technique. But I mean, how, how has that transition been for you the past two years? It's actually extremely hard because with razors and the mod carts and, and stuff, there's not a lot of setup things you can do. I mean, you got suspension and stuff like that, tires. But when you go into a pro light, you have converters, you have gears, you have suspension, sway bars. You do so many different things. And my driving style is completely different from RJ's. So it was actually a struggle because we had the car set up for RJ. And he was like, dude, I've won with this setup so many times. I was like, I cannot drive it like this. So it was actually crazy to me on how different driving styles work in trucks and compared to razors. Cause me and RJ could drive the same razor all day long. But when we got into the trucks, it was difficult for me to drive with his setup. But then once we were getting my setup and what I like into the truck, it uh, helped me a lot. And then that's when I started getting the podiums and stuff. Yeah. I mean, and do you feel like, you know, it's like you, you almost, you know, jumping into pro light, like, you've almost got to spend a year to kind of figure things out, right? I think it's that way with a lot of racing, but it seems like Pro-Lite, you know, specifically, like, you, you know, you've almost got to spend a year, learn the tracks, kind of learn the vehicles, you know, and then it's like, all right, now we've got it figured out. Now, like, year number two, we can actually go out there and really, really race and compete for a championship. But it, it seems like, you know, it almost takes that full year, you know what I mean, just to get your feet wet and figure everything out, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I definitely struggled for uh... – all last year. I got a couple of podiums last year, but then also into the beginning of this year, because we built a brand new truck and a uh, different motor package, everything. So definitely had to learn almost all new again this year, but uh, had the tracks down and had the lines down. So made it a little bit easier second yeah. year round. Well, and I got to ask too, because I've had, had this conversation with your dad before, and I think it was like out at maybe two years ago at Camp Razor and he and I were talking and, uh, you know, it was specifically kind of about RJ and this is like, as you were kind of progressing into what you were going to do. And, uh, you know, your dad's saying, he's like, and he's like, I told RJ, he's like, he shouldn't be a race car driver. Go and get a real job. He's like, it's too much of a hustle and everything else. And he's like, and what does RJ do? He's like, decides he wants to become a race car driver. Tells you how much he listens to me. You know, but then I laugh and I see you going down the same route. You're like, oh, I'm going down the race car route now. You know, and your dad, I mean, obviously he's a, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's a genius when it comes to, you know, setups and, you know, and running companies and he knows how to market and things like that. But I just find it comedic because he's just like, man, told the boys they need to go and do something, get a real job that actually pays money. And here you guys are both taking down the same path, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think once you race, you're hooked, you know? So once you start getting podiums and stuff, then you realize like, wow, I don't know if I really want to go get a real job, you know? Yeah. So, uh, definitely a lot of fun especially now that with my brother doing it so it's kind of a family me and my brother both doing it so yeah you get to run out of that tent you know what i mean at lucas events and stuff like that so it's gonna be gotta be kind of cool i mean having your dad there rju like you said it's almost like a family weekend at the races right yeah exactly uh yeah it's super fun everyone and the local races too like just at glen helen this last weekend uh all of our family all of our friends came out to support us and it's just super cool yeah. Well, you know, and, and talking about that, I mean, obviously your dad's been around this for a long time. And I just started thinking with your age and stuff like that. Like I remember growing up and I mean, you know, I remember your dad and, and Walker because my dad raced against him. You know what I mean? But then I started thinking, I mean, that like Walker was kind of once, you know, one foot out the door, you know, as far as his racing career went kind of when you were born. Right. So you never really got to experience a lot of that, like, at the, you know, at the races when you were a kid. Right. Yeah. I was actually born in 2000 when he stopped racing and they started the business. So. I didn't really experience much of Walker's off-road racing, you know, when I was alive, but I've heard plenty of stories from him. Yeah. So, but it sounds sounds super cool. Yeah. So, uh, you know, let's talk about this last weekend at, uh, at Lucas Oil. I mean, you know, it was a big weekend in SoCal. I mean, obviously, I think you were probably torn between Sand Sports Show and uh, obviously the, the Lucas race there at Glen Helen. But, um, you know, podiums in both Pro Light and UTV, you got to be pretty excited about that. Yeah, I was super stoked. Um, 
qualified really good on uh, Friday for Friday night, um, qualified third, um, and was just running fourth all the whole race until the last couple laps and made some moves up to second. Um, was super stoked on that and just tried to carry the momentum into the next day. Um, ended up qualifying sixth in the in the razor and caught the inversion to start pole. So I was super stoked going into the race and uh, was trying to keep it together. Uh, ended up second and with the fast lap. Finally, I've been waiting to get a fast lap. The each of a fast lap. Um, finally got one and just super stoked and tried to carry the momentum into the pro light and made a couple of mistakes there and ended up fourth. But it is what it is and we'll we'll be back for Phoenix. Yeah, well, and how's the UTV been? Because I know it's been a big deal like this year, Lucas. I know in, in the Torque series, I mean, uh, they've brought in UTVs a, a couple years back, and it's been been massive. I know uh, RJ went back there and raced at Cranon in a UTV. Um, but, I mean, this year, you know, Lucas, it's been a big deal having the UTVs there, but it, it seems like, you know, Polaris dominates in the desert. They dominate in works. It seems like – but the Polarises, man, it, you know – you you guys that are racing Polaris have had your hands full, and I mean I'm a Razor guy, but it's just kind of the facts there. I mean, how has it been with you guys? I mean, with that competition with Yamaha, because I mean, it, you know, to finish on the podium, I mean, it's not easy in short course in Lucas. No, it's not for sure. Um, me and Miles and Mitch Guthrie have had our hands full uh, with the Polaris, but um, once you get them figured out, and once you uh, start driving good and just keep up your momentum, it, it's it's uh, a lot easier than. Um, then you have if you have to make sure everything is spot on on the car and with your driving as well to be competitive. So you just can't really make those mistakes that the Yamahas can in the corners and stuff. So you just have to make sure you're spot on all the time, and uh, you end up doing pretty good. Yeah. So what's up next for you? Obviously, I think we've got uh, the finale for uh, for well both Terracross and Lucas. But uh, what do you have going this fall? Anything? Any plans with uh, with the 1000 or desert racing or anything else? I mean, what's uh, what's the rest of the year look like for you? Um. Uh, no plans yet. I want to see uh, what I could do for uh, maybe King of the Hammers. I'll, I'm always interested in King of the Hammers, so I want to see if I could get out there and do that maybe and uh, just experiment with other stuff for sure. Get my uh, get rate my racing out of uh, just the short course stuff. Uh, maybe do some Legend car stuff this winter as well, just like I did last winter. Oh, nice. How is that, racing a Legends car? I mean, that's got to be a change-up. That's got to be pretty pretty fun, huh? Yeah, they're actually super fun. So it actually brought me back to my mod car day. It's shifting, two-wheel drive, but they have so much power. I mean, I was going 110 down the backstretch, drafting with someone going side-by-side into a big sweeper. So it's crazy. And also how much you learn with setup-wise and stuff like that, uh, I brought from that stuff to the pro light as well. So it helps me a lot coming into year two. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, drifting through a big dirt corner like that, does that help you with short course a bit? Yeah, for sure. Um yeah, it's actually a road course. Oh, okay. So it's pavement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was actually pavement racing. It was super fun. Um, definitely going to go back this year with Dustin Nash Motorsports. Um, super good team, and it helps a lot. I mean, I like my car super loose because I was racing against a bunch of go-kart kids that came out of yeah. go-karts. So they were all super tight, and they liked their car not to move. And my car was super soft and would lean over, and it was pretty funny watching us with the different setups. Oh, nice. Awesome. Well, I appreciate the time, Ronnie. Always fun catching up. Uh, I know we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll see you out at uh, the Terracross finale. I think you're like the points leader right now in your division, maybe. So uh, uh, I'm sure we'll see you out there and probably at the last Lucas race out in Arizona, too. Yeah, for sure. I'll be at both of those. Um, thanks for having me. All right. Thanks a lot, Ronnie. And we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. 
They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Man, just wrapping up our number one here, and I got to tell you, I can't really go wrong. Mia Chapman, you gotta gotta wonder, man. This girl, she's fifteen. She talks like a veteran. Uh, amazing interview with Mia Chapman, uh, the newest Red Bull athlete. We had Ronnie Anderson on here. Uh, long overdue interview there, and uh, uh, man, lots of fun going on. But uh, some quick news bites. Uh, do want to give a shout out. We're not going to have a full Dirtfish Rally report, but uh, do want to give uh, uh, some quick results um, for FIA World Rallycross Championship. Johan Christofferson taking the victory there. Matthias Ekstrom, Sebastian Loeb, one, two, and three. Shout out to my friend Andreas Backrud finishing up in fourth, uh, making the final there. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, that was going on. Uh, but some big breaking news out of the off-road industry last week. Um, it's been rumored for years now. Um, but it finally, I guess, uh, pen is to the paper. Uh, you, our friends at UTV Underground have the full story. But Polaris Razor buying Glamis. Not like every acre of sand dune, but they bought basically this Glamis store, the world famous Glamis store, um, all the property there and like the 400 acres it sits on, uh, Polaris Razor purchasing that. So uh, just, uh, man, that is big, big news. Uh, you know, it sounds like uh, from what I understand, the full story on UTV Underground that uh, Polaris uh, right now, they don't have any massive changes they're going to make for this dune season. But I think in the future, you've got Camp Razors are going to get blown up. I my guesstimation is is the store is going to get redone. Are they going to build like a full like workshop for UTVs there? I bet you you're going to have an accessory store. I bet they bring the restaurant and bar back. Like I think this is for any of you Duners or people that go to Glamis. I think this is a massive massive deal. But our friends at UTV Underground they do have the full story uh, right now. It's on the front page UTVUnderground.com. Uh, I'm going to try and get somebody from Polaris on to talk about that sometime in the next couple of weeks. But uh, massive news uh, for you Glamis and Dune fans coming out of Polaris Razor. And uh, we'll be back after this break here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Can't get enough of your team? SB Nation's 300-team regional and sports-centric communities are built just for you. Join your fellow fans at SBNation.com for all the best sports news. SBNation.com, your team, your community.